Hello and welcome back to The Student Speaker. My name is Theo. And my name's Abby. And today we will be discussing women in sport. Joining us we have John from the women's MK Dons football team. Right, so first I'd like to ask about the RTCs, which you are manager of, I believe. Yeah. Um, so what do they do? So the RTC is um, it's the equivalent of an academy. So we are an academy, we are the girls' academy for the club. Uh, we are one of 32 in the country. So we get funding from the FA to run high uh, quality elite girls football, which is linked to the national pathway, which is the national teams, England's Lionesses. Uh, and that's our job is to uh, recruit players from local grassroots schools to into our centre to become future Lioness players or players to play for WSL. Um, what ages does that focus at? So we go from under 10s all the way through to under 16s, but we link to our senior team. So we have our under, we call it our under 23s, and then our senior ladies team who play at the, in the stadium in the National League. So we have a clear pathway from under 10s through to under 16s. Oh, wow. So you can go all the way up through yes. the system. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just regarding um, the the children's football as such is it, do you think it's more focused towards men because as a child you know you get like the blue trunk of toys and the women get dolls and stuff do you think maybe the problem with women's that they should be more taking the more football pathway rather than trying to be playing with dolls or do you think it's um, I, I'm one of these people that it's preference um, mm. I think whatever that you decide in terms of your as a kid or as a child I mean being in the game now and being part of female football we are the tide is turning quite quickly in terms of the approach. It's now the highest uh, sport now played by females in the country, mm-hmm. whereas before it was sort of third, fourth. It's now being socially accepted, um, whereas before it was like if we played football, you're female. It was always like boys, you go over there, girls, you go over there. Whereas now it's you know female football is is, is being taken really seriously. So. Again, on um, preferences, opinions, likes, dislikes, and things. So, yeah, so the student, or the child, wants to take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because even in so the oldest football club in the country is Notts County. Yeah, that was founded in 1862. Yeah, and their women's team was only founded in 2018. So that's 156 years. We didn't have rights, obviously, but that sh- that just shows that um, there is. It's only recently, and. How do you think we can encourage the girls? Um, I think, I think that it, like, at the moment, I think FA clubs, media uh, are doing a great job of advertising it. You know, I, I don't know if anyone you, you saw it, but the World Cup in you know in the summer was one of the highest events um, on BBC on TV. People got behind it. The media got behind it. Celebrities got behind it. Social media and we got behind it. So. Um, in terms of that side of it, it's now accepted. I think before, and I've been doing this job and been in a female game a long time. It was, it was like it was like a third sport. Whereas now it's been accepted that girls, especially in our group, can they can go through and become full-time professional athletes. Um, if you look at the thing now, Lucy Bronze, all these sort of players, Steph Horton, they're professional athletes. They're they're you know high, well-paid female athletes as well. So they're deemed in the same bracket now in England bracket as. Harry Kane's and people like that so it's, it's it's great and especially for girls now whether you're seven eight nine or you're 15 16 you know that five six years time the game can change again 
So it's all about making awareness so that women know that the football yeah. is available now and it's yeah. not taken seriously. And also I think that's society. I think making society yeah. aware and people aware that it's not just girls that are interested. You know, us at the stadium, we get over a thousand spectators for every women's oh, yeah. game on a Sunday. And that's not just girls, that's families, that's grandparents, that's that's males as well to come and watch our team. So it's well, a few years ago when the men's team weren't doing great in the league, a chunk of supporters came across and followed the ladies' team. So it's 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 things like that where it's just coverage, it's just what people's preferences. All right. Do you think um, it's also something to do with like the parents at a young age, like trying to help the women take more of a yeah academic well no so physical pathway rather than an academic pathway yeah. I think I, I think you're quite lucky in this generation that the football is you're, it's up there whereas again when I was first starting to play there was rarely any sort of girls or people playing girls in our, in our playing football whereas now wherever you go there'll be a girls team there'll be females playing um, and it's accepted and there's some fantastic players that are in our centre we've got some excellent players in our group and when we told people that we've got players that play for England in our centre it's a big shock it's a surprise so um, yeah I think that's quite amazing yeah what do you think about mixed gender sports because Felon Shurik she's one of the rising mixed gender females in darts do you think football can be mixed gender or is that too I I think it will eventually I think I think there'll be an element I think there's some fantastic coaches out there you know if you're aware of people like Emma Hayes who, who's the Chelsea manager um, she was linked to the Chelsea job um, years ago and I think we're still in that process in this country where there, there, there's a big split it is male and female football and you've got to really sort of dig at it and say well what do you think I think at the moment in the female game we are really pleased and proud of what we do in the female side so eventually they might get there but I think it'll be a way off. That's not to say it's not happening. Yeah, it's probably it? more of a difficult one too, yeah. mixed gender, because obviously yeah. the way it runs. There were yeah. stories and there's been there's been talk of it, but I think you'll have to really dig deep and really try and convince people that are... Um, Maybe not so much. Yeah, very pro, yeah, man. To take it on. Oh, right, yeah, I suppose it's all about making people, as you say, accept it in society as well as the people who are wanting to do it, it needs to be accepted so then there's no pressure or mm. like people looking down on you in a way. We still get it now where we, if we go to a boys team, you still get that that look of are we accepted? Yeah. Are we are we accepted in, in on the on the equal field and so I coach um small boys. I started doing it for DV, but I yeah. love it so much now. And originally I was coaching older boys um, and they were not very nice to me. And what I enjoy about coaching younger boys is that I am raising them in football with the ideal and the mo- like the morals that women can be in sport yeah. and they can coach them. And it's not just men that yeah. can yeah. do. Because we, uh, we're, we're an elite pathway, so for us, our are under 10s, under 11s, under 12s playing the boys' league, playing the local M- MK league here. And again, it's we've had some fantastic comments, we've had some fantastic feedback and, and comments from coaches and parents and players, but there's still the the minority that still look at you in that way. Whereas then we go and put, we start playing on the football field and the whole opinion changes. So, you know, you still get those and we're trying to convince those actually that we're, we're here, we should be here as well. They've got as much right as... Yeah, it's just making them accept it as yeah. well as we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, so, like, what do you think history has had to do with these 
disparities between the male and the female? Um, I, I think it's just uh, building that. The, the, you know, if you if you look back to the England sides over the years, today, like you know, they're the players that have made the generation. You know, especially after the World Cup. People came in, people got involved. You know, the players when I started coaching started playing Rachel Yankees, Faye Whites, even playing out, Jill Scott, Farrah Williams. You know, if you see on the TV, Alex Scott's a huge um, backing for it on the men's game, Kaz Carney that comes and does it. And they're now the ones, I think, who originally played and, and got into it and did really well. And now they're the ones that are being accepted in the game. So they're coming to do match of the day, they're doing. They're doing live games, Sky Sports. Alex Scott was on Strictly, so you know that's a big part as well. So these are part of history. These are the players that have made the pathway now for, for female players. So if you're a female player now, you're looking on TV and go, oh, you know, that's my inspiration. Can I go there? Whether it be a player, or can I go into punditry? Can I go into celebrity life? You know, it's not a problem being a celebrity and these things like that. So they're the ones I think in terms of history have made a, a real good go of it to make sure that the game now is as good as it's been for, for a long time. So if we try and get as many now to join the football in the future years, the people look up to them the way that the same way that men do now and yeah. just think about, oh, I really want to be a football player. So it's well, just about getting there. Generation now, like, you know, FIFA generation. Yeah, FIFA's you know, massive. You've got the Women's World Cup on FIFA, you've got women players on FIFA. So these players are like stars. You know, you, they are in the same bracket as the Harry Kane. I keep saying Harry Kane, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not a Spurs fan. You're not really Deli Ali. Deli Ali, but he, yeah, they, these these sort of people that now players know, players know that Alex Morgan's, the Megan Megan Rapinoe's done a fantastic job role. Alex Scott, Lucy Bronze. All right, um, so, all so yeah, so we're just getting to that higher level, so yeah. people look up to yeah. them, is it? Yeah. So looking back along the um, lines of how people can get involved so is your foot like your, your um, college do you, do you use is it online sign up or do you have to go into the centre or how, um, do they, how could they get involved scouts. in the yeah. so in terms of the the RTC RTC are uh, it's invitation because they are elite players they are invited scouts coaches trials um, we have other centres so as a, as, a, as a collective that we have a charity so we're, we're based with a charity called the MK Don uh, Sport and Education Trust and they do um, grassroots football, they do soccer schools, they do um, community links. And we, any players that we think, you know, they, if they want to play girls football in particular, they'll come into our, it's called our Girls Elite Programme. Mm-hmm. So it's like our shadow group. So it's a, an ex add on. Um, the players that play for teams, they can come and play for our Girls Elite and then, you know, they can go from there. So they do extra training. But it's it's being seen, it's being played out there. We have links with local clubs, we have local clubs with schools, we do school after school clubs. Here I believe we do a school yeah, on a, on a yeah. Wednesday. Um, <laughs> which is which is good. So we just get yeah. coverage and we we speak to people. Um but yeah, just to be seen, just be seen, be play if you're playing you'll you'll be seen. Um but if you don't get to us, don't worry about it. Just make sure you play. Like if you don't become an RTC player, make sure you're out there playing, mm. coaching, refereeing, yeah. In any manner, yeah. So if there's any way we can help or do that side of it, we've got a lot of players. You know, there's we're now in a real good position where players want to come and play for us, and we're getting players from the Arsenal's, Leicester's, Chelsea's that are coming and want to play for us. Whereas you know before it was who can we get? What players? You're scavenging rather than trying. So now we're getting good players in and players now that are are making the CR side and the groups sort of better. So. 
Um, yeah, any any way of playing Wildcats is a program that they've, they've done, which is really good. Oh, right. So what's the Wildcats program? Wildcats about? is a community based, so it's for play- girls between the ages of seven and eleven that oh. just want to play and first time players. They can just go and have fun, have play with you know socially, make friends, um, and it's it's their first steps into to playing football. Um, I think the biggest challenge is getting girls into playing football because yeah. it's finding a team, it's finding an area that they want to play. Um, social element's massive with, with female football, so to find somewhere that's right for them, they're confident, they like going week in, week out. If they can keep going week and week, every week and training, I think that's the best way of doing it. If they're playing and they're enjoying it and they're having fun and they want to turn up every week, that's the best way of doing it. because you had a benefit of getting fit, healthier lifestyle yeah. and it's... One of those things that people really should be yeah. looking more into rather than overlooking. Cause and now there's a pathway, whereas boys football, you know that if you're any good, you're going to be taken by a club. Yeah. That's not just us as a club, that's any club around this area. So Whereas now, girls know that we are Accepting an elite well. environment. So yeah. if you get good at it, then you can get into an elite environment. Because the Dons are actually really good at this. Because I was looking it up and... Um, the females play in the same stadium and they play in the same conditions as the men yeah. and they've got all these opportunities the same. So we're the only female team in the country to play in the same stadium as the men's team. Oh, right, so you're allowing yeah. them to take the same service again it's yeah. and so it looks good and so they like the same sort of yeah. morals for the younger people yeah. to follow up to and try yeah. and Yeah, so they get the same on. playing kit, they get not as much, financially not, it's not there yet but they get the Opportunities to play in a stadium. It's the first year we've ever done it where they don't have to pay to play. Um, we're, we're really happy that we've got sponsorship. We've got financial backing from the club. Um, we really want to push our program to make them become WSL teams. Yeah. Um, that might be a couple of years yet, but we, we're very lucky. And that us as an RTC as well, that any girls that are 16, 17 that are good. We've got three in the first team at the moment that are we're graduates. So that came out of the centre last year that are now playing the first team, which is great for us. So that's our challenge as well is we have to get them into the England teams, but if we can get them in our first team beforehand, then that's our that's our main role, play, which we're yeah. really pleased with. So Yeah. It's just gorgeous getting them into the same sort so the money wise, the women's football as you say, it's not quite the same. What do you think can be done through society to try and get that women's football paid that boost up to the same sort of level as men's because men's is really high yeah. and women's isn't quite that do you think it's just to convince people more to go to the games or is it what what sort of thing do you um, think society can do I think they're getting there I think the FA and you know BBC and teams like, uh, people like this are, are doing it you know, the, the women's football show is on Tuesdays oh, they get access to games now you can watch games on Sundays you know, BT, all these sport, you can watch a live game. Um, they're taking the coverage, you know, the prime time slots. England, Germany back in November was a prime time slot for five o'clock on BBC, 70,000 at the stadium, but millions watching at home. Mm-hmm. It's just that sort of coverage. And I think it's convincing people that it's, it's, it's going forward. You know, they've got sponsors now. Barclays have jumped on board as well, which is great. Um, in the World Cup, Adidas and Nike jumped on board. That if whoever won the... World Cup, they'd pay the same money as the, as the men's game. So I think these big, these companies now are jumping on board. And if we can convince the biggest company in, in, in the country, the Premier League, to convince them actually, you know what, this, this. I don't think the money will be matched yet. That's attendances, you know, yeah. you're looking at millions trying to watch 40,000 people getting to Anfield or Old Trafford, whereas we're still trying to get that our attendance up. So 
I think that'll be a way, but these big companies... So it's about the, big, the bigger ones promoting it in a yeah. way it makes it a lot easier for you. Yeah. Not you and someone making that step, I think. Like Man City did the step, but you know, Man City have got the money, but Man City, Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea, these are making big steps in the game. You know, they are full-time players now and they are professionals. They're getting the same sport science, the same physio treatment. Yeah. Um, Nike and Adidas, all these big sponsors are coming on board now to, to sponsor players. Um, and there's, there's coverage out there, so it's just someone... I think taking that jump and that step to go, actually, you know what, let's, let's pay them what they're worth. Um, but you can't do that yet because the attendances aren't what the men's game is yet. So. Yeah, so FIFA didn't show all of the games like it does, well, the vast majority of the games like it does for the men's yeah. um, games. Um, but do you think this might change during the next World Cup for women? Y- yeah, I think so. I think how good some of the games were, I think there'll be a huge, huge benefit to it. Um, I think the big teams now, I think the, the USA, England, Germany's, they're becoming teams that people want to go and watch. So, um, I mean, how good the coverage was. Um, you know, if you look in the stadium, most stadiums were full, the big games. So, I think so, eventually. Um, it's giving those teams, I mean, like the USA-Thailand game, if you watch that one, it was 13-0 in a World Cup game, but it's given Thailand that support to say, you know, they're two completely different countries and support stuff but giving Thailand that support so actually you, you do really well you represent yourself well let's give them that, that support so the higher the amount of people who go and view it the more yeah. support they'll get and therefore boosting yeah. the women's like coverage yeah. in a way so they yeah. can so have 70,000 people at Wembley for all, over 70,000 people for an England women's game was was fantastic you know yeah. so I think that has been a, that great part of it where they're, they're said to send out their pen at Wembley they're given the same opportunities as the men's side and people do now people I said to you earlier people want to go and watch those games probably rather than, than the men's I sometimes side, so. yeah, prefer yeah. watch a women's game than yeah. a men's game so you, you, you're getting that current crop of people now where actually I'm not, I'm not I don't want to jump on the Man United bandwagon or Arsenal or Chelsea I want to go and watch Chelsea women I want to watch Arsenal women I want to watch MK Dons women I want to watch Reading I want to watch these little teams around so that's when you get it? that coverage so some people, it's, um, I've had some say to me before, it's a, it's a bit like electric cars. It's one of those new things which are coming in and it's about getting accepted, like the level of it's not quite there yet in the world for people to all want it, but it's becoming to that level. I think it's one of those where you try before you buy. Um, <laughs> try before you buy, I think. You, know, you said about the electric cars, if you have a go at it and you really like it, it's there, you know, we're... Lucky for us, we, our attendant, well, our games are free, so you don't have to pay to get in. They're free to, you know, to attend. So, for people that want to come along, it's free to have a look. You know, come and have a look. It might be exciting. You might really enjoy it, especially for young girls that come on see teams and players. It, it could be you. That's what we look at. So, I think it's just try it before you comment and be, you know, everyone's going to have an opinion and opinions are right but if you've never really seen it or done it you can't really comment on it really so yeah so the Women's Euros 2021 <laughs> they're coming up um, and it's hosted in the Don, it's going to be yeah. one of the games that's going to be hosted in the Don Stadium um, are you excited for that? yes it's going to be good. yeah um, we're really we're really excited we had the, the launch meeting last year October time um, saying that we're going to host it. We, you know, we're going to be a training base. We're going to, have, I think, we have seven games wow. um, at the stadium. I think we're hosting a semi-final as well. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> That's what I, I believe. 
Um, and then it's going to be great for the city. They're going to be sort of tour. There's going to be people coming people from other countries to go see the city. So I think the city are going to be really pleased because you're going to get different countries, different cultures coming in. Um, yeah. It's great for us as well to have it on our doorstep um, for us as well. And as a club, we hopefully we're, we're crossing our fingers that one of our any of our players are around it and be involved. Mm. Um, even other players now, I'm not at the club, so yeah, I think as a city, it's great. You know, I wasn't here for the Rugby World Cup, but I've heard that's fantastic. That was but, yeah. busy. Yeah. It was very busy. <laughs> yeah. but for us, as, yeah, for 2021, it's it, it's fantastic. So um, yeah, really pleased from from a club's perspective, but also from you know I'm local myself, so as a local person, Little it's great. Keen's perspective yeah. should boost us a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. I'm going to think you would like to add on. Um, so right, you're a men's team. It's won four county trophies. Yeah. In the space of the five years it's been open and like there. Yeah. It's very impressive. That's really impressive. It's very impressive, yeah. Um I don't know what I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, uh, as yeah, it's to me you're as Abby said before, the women's team of is one of the top ones and it's also the way you support them as well some clubs as you say don't support them as much but MK Dons especially supports their team really well is that like where it's because of the support the club gives you or is it yeah we're quite lucky that I mean I said that we're, we're part of a charity so it sits us as a charity um, but the club support it I think you've got to now as a, as a club I think the big clubs have looked at it, you know, the, the whole footballing world have looked at it and gone, well, the top six in the country are doing it, so why not we do it so now? So we've jumped on board as well. Um, they play in the stadium, like I said, they get attendances, they get training base, you know, they get what they need to. So eventually the club want us to get in the WSL, they want to be a full-time professional outfit. Um, that's a couple of years off yet, but they've got the full support from, from the chairman and the chief exec and people that sit on the board. And we're very lucky that we do see on that side of it that we are, you know, deemed as a, as a, a really sort of high end sort of footballing area for yeah. for females. So, I think eventually we'll get there, but it's just the support from the club. But we're really pleased that we do it and yeah. we get that full back in. And you know, like I said earlier, the, the county cup success, um, the, the success at the junior level, our under 16s got to the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, which is great. They lost before Christmas. Our our group got to a, a, a final last year. Our other groups are in local finals. You know, we're, we're doing really well locally. So I think all through the age groups, that's going from under 10 through to seniors. I think collectively they're really pleased with how we're doing. So to be involved in women's football, especially at the club, is is, is really exciting. Um, and it gives you that boost you need to keep yeah. it going the level it should be. Yeah, and, and if, if you know about the club, it's still trying to convince people in Milton Keynes that we're here and yeah. <laughs> you know what we're doing. So yeah. you're never going to convince people that I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm myself. You know, I, I follow the club, but I'm not an avid supporter. But you want to encourage people to come watch it. So yeah, um, to have that support both sides. You know, they've got the women's side, they've got the men's team. Um, there's, there's football now that we're going to we leave a little bit of a legacy. So people that could be you know younger players, teenagers granddads that want to watch watch games you, know, you don't know do you? So, uh, it's there and we're there and we're going to we're going to keep going and keep pushing and keep doing what we're trying to do so yeah, it's really exciting so all the information is on your website if anyone listening would like to have yeah. a look at the women's yeah it's a little bit outdated at the moment so apologies for that side yeah, so. it's just 30 RTCs <laughs> yeah it's, it's changed so our, the information is there um, 
I said I met social media. You know, follow. You know, the, the women's have got a, a Twitter page. They they got Instagram pages. All the information goes on on the social media stuff. Like I said, yeah. the games are free. Um, you know, you can come watch sort of local players. You can come watch young girls. You can come watch players at a similar age, 16, 17, that have started the game around here. Mm. Um, um, you know, so it's free. So in terms of our approach, the website is is, is, is <laughs> on construction. Day, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, any information. Social media is social media is the best one. Yeah, because yeah, we love social media people. So. Thing. So, have you got any advice, finishing advice, closing advice, uh, on what we should, as females, do to get involved, keep going, keep motivated? I think getting whatever you want to get involved in, go for it. I think if you want to become a referee, there's female referees out there. If you want to become um, anything in the game, you know, you're looking at our chief executive of our charity is female. So, you know, she's a really fantastic sort of business-minded female if you want to become a football player get involved if you want to become social media if you want to do things like podcasts whatever you want to do yeah, honestly just 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 go for it you know and don't be afraid to sort of go and attack the world or, or the society old, and now go grandma it. motto yeah. don't ask don't get yeah, yeah. and it's, it's now accepted you know we are accepted now as a uh, as a as a female football side mm. as, as football ability so we're really, really pleased. But I've just whatever you need to do, whatever you want to do, go and do it. Um, just get coverage, be seen, be heard, yeah. um, be out yeah. there, get out there, yeah, <laughs> and be brave to take knockbacks. But just keep going and see where you end up. So. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you very no, much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Thanks for listening to our podcast this week. We hope that you tune in next time when we discuss healthy eating.